Thank you for joining in to West Cleaver Ministries. It's a pleasure to be with you here today. We're going to look at the house of God. You know, uh, with so many things going on the last couple years, it seems like the Bible says that we shouldn't forsake the assembling of ourselves is seeing the manner of some is, seeing that the day of the Lord approaches. And so I want to look at a few areas concerning the house of God. Uh, in in uh, 2 Samuel verse 6, uh, when King David bought the Ark of the Covenant of God into Jerusalem, David took off his rings, he took off his crown, he took off his bracelets, his jewelry, David removed his kindly robes, the King James Bible says, and girded himself with a linen ephah like the common folks, right? David didn't want his presence to distract from the glory he wanted God to receive. And that's our, uh, has to be our case, that we're always willing to take the humble route. You know, the Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he might exalt you in due time. And some people think the way up is up, but really the way up is down as we humble ourselves God is the one that exalts us. Remember, promotion doesn't come from the east or from the west, but it does come from the Lord. And we were just talking earlier about being faithful in your calling, in your position, and how God can rise you up and elevate you from that place. You know, uh, so I want to say this. Uh, it's important as we go to the house of God that we go ready to receive pulling on the anointing that's available for each one of us. I'm just trying to help give some practical principles about when we enter into the house of God. The house of God is a meeting place where we meet with God. Nothing's changed. God walked with Adam in the garden in the cool of the day. That's where they met. We're meeting in the house of God. The Lord appeared unto Abram in the plains of Mamre. Remember that? Jacob met with God at Bethel. Remember, Bethel means the house of God. God spoke to Moses right there in the burning bush. God answered by fire when Elijah prayed at the altar that he built at Mount Carmel. And I'm talking about the house of God and meeting with God. Here's some practical principles. The house of God today should be to believers the same way the cool of the garden was to Adam. It should be the same way as the plains of Mamre was to Abram. It should be the same way at Bethel when Jacob met with the Lord. What the burning bush was to Moses, that's how the house of God should be to us. Or when Elijah was there on Mount Carmel challenging the false prophets and said, You call on your God and I'll call on my God. And the God that answers by fire, let him be God. The house of God is where we touch God and God touches us. The house of God is where we call on Him and He answers us and shows us great and mighty things that we know not. Jeremiah 33, 3. The house of God is where we should have our questions answered when we come in. The Bible says that God answers us out of our heart, the questions of our heart. The house of God is where we should find resolution to our problems. The house of God is where we should cast our burdens on the Lord and leave them there. We should find acceptance, joy, strength, encouragement, direction for our lives in the house of God. David said, I was glad. Now imagine this. 
Today, in this day and age, 2022, David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Today, how many of us are glad to get up and go into the house of the Lord? See, a lot of times we think that's a burden, but that's the very place that we need. The Bible says they, the righteous run unto God and they're saved. That's our strong tower. He's our hiding place. He's our shield, the Lord. Our excellent great reward is He. And, 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 and we find that right in the house of God. Now, when I was in Bible college years ago, uh, I was in Bible college and the pastor challenged us and he said, hey, 80% of Christianity is just being faithful to the local church and where you're called. And I was a young kid in Bible college. I thought, nah, in my mind, that's not true. And then later on, I came to find out that he was exactly right. Being faithful in the local church, the Bible says that where you're planted, that's where you'll grow. And so I understood that as I was faithful in the local church, faithful to serve the pastors, pastors right there, faithful to serve in the church, that's where I was growing. That's where God was teaching me His ways. That's where I was learning how to hear the voice of God. That's where I was understanding how the anointing operated and how God would move by His Spirit in different services. And, and, and now I look back at it and say, hey, that, that uh, uh, Bible school teacher was right on the money. Right on the money. And let me, let me say this. The Bible says that where you're planted where you're, is where you're going to grow. Find a place that God has set you and planted you. Don't be quick to leave if you know God has set you in that place. And if you ever are being let out, you know, let me just give you some advice for being in the ministry for a few years. Go and talk with the pastors and make sure you get things clear before you head to the next place. That's always the right route to go because if God is leading you out, He's generally already speaking to the pastors about that. Now, I'm not saying that this is, is it works in every situation and I'm not saying that if you left that that could be a wrong uh, advice to you, but that's something that I just learned uh, throughout the years. Let me just pray at this very time. Father, I thank you for the house of God. I thank you for the ministers and pastors and leaders. I thank you for the overseers. I thank you for the intercessors. I thank you that even through this, this, this uh, uh, podcast here, that you're challenging people, that you're encouraging them by your spirit to take their place in the house of God, to be a, the Bible says that you'll make us a pillar in the house of our God in Revelations. I pray, God, that where we're planted, we'll flourish, God, and that, Father, you would use us in the house of God to fan the flame, to fan the fire of God, the anointing of God, that people's lives, that people's marriages will be restored, that lives would be touched, that people's uh, uh, calling and direction would be clear. Father, I thank you for the ministers and their wives as they stand and minister. We pray, God, that you'll strengthen them today. Thank you for the worship teams and leaders that you've arranged up. And Father, thank you for giving us some simple principles on, on understanding what the house of God is. And when we go to the house of God, we should always go being ready to, to receive all that God has for us. Well, until next time, I pray that you're encouraged. And the next time you show up at church, take all this with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.